Yes, welcome back everyone to the Talking Teardops podcast. Uh, it's the second episode and this is where we talk about Team Wellington football and do bad Richie Benno impersonations. G'day if you're listening, George Littlejohn. Uh, my name's Thomas Airy, I'm the host and I was along at the semi-final over the weekend. Team Wellington took on Canterbury United and this is what happened. So that was the uh, sound of the final whistle at uh, Dave F in Miramar, as you, you probably can tell the location by the plane flying overhead. Good timing. Uh, but yes, a 1-0 victory for Team Wellington. Uh, so that secured them a spot in next week's, or this week's final. It's on Sunday, this coming Easter Sunday. And uh, it also secured them Oceania Champions League football for next season. So they'll be pretty chuffed about that. So that was the reaction at the ground to Roy Kayara's goal in the 27th minute, which ended up being the winner. And um, he was outstanding in defence too, as T-Dubs were able to hold off a spirited Canterbury side. So after the game, I went down to the pub with some of the Team Wellington diehards who were moonlighting as Yellow Fever Phoenix fans that same evening. Uh, the first voice you'll hear belongs to David. Uh, and you'll also hear from Tracy and Dale as well. So just see if... Hopefully you can keep up. Enjoy. I don't know that we're really as much of an organised supporters group when it comes to Team Wellington. We're just fans of Team Wellington. Um, we just have our regular spot and, you know, cheer the team on and engage in an occasional conversation with the opposition team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard a little bit today, which is good. <laughs> We're quite well behaved yeah, today. Yeah, you should have been at that game 12 months ago versus White Oh, was six or all, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, it's fair to say there was quite an amount of engagement with the uh, opposition player base. Oh, fun. Um, okay. So, so yeah, it's a bit different then. It's, it's more just like you guys are more organised for the Phoenix and the yellow fever and stuff, whereas T Dubs are sort of just a few, a, more of a core group that turn up. Yeah, there's just definitely a smaller group of us that go along with Team Wellington. Um, I think it's also because it's a Sunday afternoon, so it feels more casual. Right. And we often shop with hangovers um, on a Sunday afternoon and live for the barbecue. Um, but, so a, another pretty good year for Team Wellington, like success continues sort of thing, and, and now another the third final in a row, which you know, hopefully another third win in a row. <laughs> yeah, I mean they have done, done really well. Jose's obviously got them playing, you know, a fairly uh, attractive brand of football. You know, sometimes just putting some of it to play between, you know, through the midfield, and you know, it's it's I've got a quality as the A League sometimes. Um, and, and, yeah, like, they've done really well, and, uh, you know, I think they're unbeaten eight games now, I think. Um, so, yeah, definitely got a chance of, of upsetting Auckland, but, you know, Auckland, obviously, the, you say the powerhouse, so I imagine they'll probably go into the next week's game favourites, uh, being semi-at-home up at North Harbour Stadium, so, 
Uh, yeah, always back your, back your side to, to cause an upset. Yeah, and especially given the last two times, I guess like it's it's doable for sure. Yeah, exactly. I think I think I imagine it's probably a bit weird thing to say, but I feel like Auckland City probably have somewhat bigger fish to fry. You know, they kind of see the O League as their the club cup as their their you know showpiece event, whereas perhaps the, the National League isn't quite so much. Um, it's more of a, a way to get qualified, you know, to qualify for those competitions as a kind of competition in itself. Um, so you know, perhaps they don't take. Not necessarily don't take it seriously, but I feel like perhaps they're a bit susceptible to an upset um, because of perhaps not the biggest, the biggest thing on their calendar football was. Yeah, so they're they're still saving themselves maybe, or they've got the eyes down the track yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think they would be upset if they lost next week, providing over the following weeks in the Oceania Champions League, you know, there's a likelihood that Auckland City and Team Wellington will meet each other in a home and away semi-final. Yeah. And, and from Auckland City's point of view, that is probably more important to them to win. Right. Thoughts on the game today? It was possibly a little nervy, but good played, They played Canterbury a few weeks ago, and it was a similar sort of game. It was it was a very close game, a tight game. Canterbury in the second half of the season have really been one of the fun teams in the league, um, and they, they, you know, they, they, and you saw that they're competitive. It's a, you know, it's a it's a physical game. It's, uh, they're going to make you work for it. Uh, I think Team Wellington probably on balance with a better team, but could probably have come away with more than one goal. And that being only one goal up made it somewhat nervy going into yeah. the last sort of half hour. Especially after last week with Canterbury scoring two goals in the last ten to take out Eastern Suburbs. And I wrote about that in the programme, you know. They would have come in, like sure they would have liked to have had a home semi coming off the results of last weekend, but the fact that they rolled at Eastern Suburbs 2-1 last weekend at Eastern Suburbs probably had them a bit more confident than they would have been otherwise. Cautious, quite cautious optimism next week. You guys are obviously planning a trip up. Yeah, a couple of us will go up. Um, I don't like to make predictions or anything yeah, like that before I head up to, to especially to Auckland. But um, the last time was a experience, so hopefully we can get another win next weekend. Yeah. It makes the drive worth it. <laughs> well, last year was worse because we drove up and then got the overnight bus back all in the same day. Um, oh, okay. So that was horrific, but then you know we got the win, so you can't really be too um, upset about it. But it absolutely bucketed down as well, so that was not ideal. <laughs> we we're sitting right in the front row, there's four of us, and just like rained the entire time. So luckily we all took a spare change of clothes too. <laughs> I don't do cautious optimism. Yeah. I do. I do complete pessimism. So <laughs> I'm not the best person to ask. I like to be. I like to be pleasantly surprised when yeah. it goes right, but assume it'll go badly. Who's been the standouts? Do you think? And a couple guys came in like halfway through. Yeah, I think we got lucky with Ross Allen coming in and scoring all those goals like quite early in his time here. Um, today, Roy Kaiara was fan of the match by far. He was outstanding today. Um, and, and, and Justin Gully's yeah. been fantastic this season, uh, you know, and, and, uh, and Jack Henry Sinclair when he came in, 
uh, as well as sort of uh, a couple of couple of players that were around the Phoenix at various stages. Being, you know, two of the real standouts. Uh, Roy Kayara, along with Roy Krishna, is a great advertisement for some of the talent that's out there in the Oceania region. It's good to see him playing really well at this level, you know, and, and it's got to be aspirational for, for other players in the Oceania region. Yeah, yeah, no, he was it was quite outstanding, really. There was, he got his goal, and it seemed like there were a bunch of corners around that time. He got his head on like every one of them. Yeah, yeah. and he's not the biggest man on the no, pitch. No, no, just athlete. And, yeah. yeah, the design stuff is really impressive. You know, it's just it's another level of football, but it's Farrington Farrington Field. You know, Dave Farrington Park is, is a great little venue to go and watch football, at. and it's a it's a different way of supporting the Phoenixes to some extent. Uh, yeah, we go and watch the the Phoenix Reserves play there often as well. But you know, Team Wellington is a Wellington side. We're there to support them while we support the Phoenix, but it's a completely different feel and a completely different way to support them because where we are, we're five feet away from the pitch. Yeah. You can, if they let us that close to a pitch in the A League, be nervous breakdowns, I think. I think there's also the interaction with the club as well, so Team Wellington are quite open to having chats and before the game today, Stu came over and had a chat to us and all that sort of stuff, so it just it has more of that local club feel to yeah. it than, than supporting the Phoenix, where you don't really get the access to those players and things like that. Um, I had a, a Twitter incident last week where I tweeted about one of the Team Wellington players and then... Um, like all the players just kind of piled into that Twitter conversation and you, you know you wouldn't really get that in any sort of higher level football it's yeah. just because it's at that local or local level yeah. like, so there's like an access, accessibility to it I guess yeah, yeah. like it's a real family thing yeah. as opposed to yeah. the corporate only, only when yeah. not particularly family friendly behaviour <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that's what I think that's what I wrote about last year was about the feeling that with Team Wellington it is like you're, you're kind of part of the team and you know by supporting you can have that interaction. Um, they appreciate us coming out. I mean, I don't know if you were still there, but at the end of the game after everyone else had kind of left, the players came over and applauded us, sort of thing. You know, so there's that level of interaction. They know that we're always there, so they have that sort of appreciation, I guess. Right. And there's probably given the the like deep local connection, there's a feeling that they're like an extension or you're an extension of them and they're an extension of you sort of thing. Like there's that Yeah, that sense of belonging. Yeah, it's just got a different kind of feel to it I guess, like for various reasons, yeah, I think. The, the proximity to the grounds, you know, key to it. Um, quite often you'll know some of the players or watch them like yeah, a couple of people I've coached previously and they play and like, yeah, I just, I think the Wellington football community is quite small so you kind of, kind of know people but don't know people and you kind of, like I walk past Andy Bevan sometimes on Lampton Key and we kind of do this weird like smile but like don't properly acknowledge because we're not sure if everyone, if he knows me and I know, you know, so it's, so. I saw him last night on Cuba Street at about 9 o'clock at Cuba Dupa. Yeah. He said, you could have an early night. He just said, yeah, give it a laugh, send yourself to home now. I can't exactly imagine a good Rainier Catholic schoolboy like Andy Bevan being out too late anyway. Uh, but there you go. Thanks to David, Tracy and Dale for the chat there at the pub. And best of luck to the 
to them and the uh, Team Wellington boys themselves for this weekend's final up in Auckland. Up the dubs.